It's concert season, and concert season is all about the boots. Already, Oxford and Ole Miss have seen Morgan Wallen lighted up at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. Ole Miss football star and Talk of Champions podcaster Jared Ivey bemoaned how his boots were lacking. He should have gone with Tecovis, the only stop for the Ole Miss fan and the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings for the spring and summer, including timeless, always-on-trend styles in men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. Stop by your local Tecovis store and have a complimentary drink or two on the house while you shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service, and many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is the best of talk of champions brought to you by Modern Woodman. Are you looking for a career change? Maybe COVID threw you for a loop. Maybe it's time that you did something else. Maybe you're just tired of working nine to five for 40 hours every week just to make money for someone else. Well, our phone line sponsor, Thomas Chandler of Modern Woodman, is looking to hire new financial representatives here in Mississippi. No background experience is necessary. You do have to be a resident of Mississippi, but what he's looking for is someone who is highly self-motivated and wants to make a difference in the lives of others. A full-time position comes with benefits such as health insurance, a matching 401k, and a pension plan. Don't wait around anymore. It's time to make a change. So for more information, feel free to reach out to Thomas Chandler today directly through Facebook or his number at 662-296-0186. That's 662-296-0186. Make the change. Thomas Chandler of Modern Woodman, the title sponsor of Talk of Champions. This is Talk of Champions. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. Going now to the Modern Woodman phone line to speak to Tylen Knight. Ole Miss defensive back, running back, wide receiver. He's a Swiss Army knife. Do you really even have a position right now, Tylen? Honestly, I mean, I really don't. Honestly, I've been bouncing around, you know, since I got here. So it's kind of like, you know, plug and play with me. <laughs> it's kind of how I roll. Yeah, that's how it's been since you've been here, man. And you did it in high school, too. So it's not new to you. I want to get into that in just a little bit. But first... How are things going? How are you doing? Spring football, the first under Lane Kiffin. What's it been like? This is new. Of course, it's new for everybody. You know, like you said, we didn't even really get uh, a chance to have spring last year. So it's kind of all new to us. But on the defense side of the ball, we're kind of we doing pretty good. You know, I don't really want to speak too much on the offense because, you know, I'm not over there on that side. But as far as the defense, you know, because I'm over there with them every day, we're getting better every, every day. Like, I like the direction we're headed. We still got a long way to go but I definitely like the direction we're headed. 
You got some new bodies over there on defense, an influx of freshman newcomers, a couple of JUCO defensive tackles. How do you kind of bring those guys along? You've been in that spot before, a freshman coming in wide-eyed, not knowing what to do. How do you help them out? How do you lead them? I mean, kind of how it was for me. I, I kind of had to learn, you know, kind of had to learn my way, learn for myself. Because I did have, you know, upper classes telling me the way. And like I'm trying to do with them, I kind of tell them the way. But at the end of the day, you know, we all going to make our own mistakes. So, you know, it's kind of like you, you give them a good word. You tell them kind of the right things to do, what not to do. But at the end of the day, like, you know, they're they going to make their own decisions. So you just gotta try to um, keep them headed in the right direction as much as you can. Keep a good ear in their um in their head. It's not just newcomers either. You got Jake Springer, the Navy transfer. He's finally eligible. You're going to get Otis Reese for a full year. He was robbed of most all of last season. Got in there at the end of the year. But with all the talent added to the defense, and y'all struggled a lot last year. It's no secret. But do you see a difference out there in practices? Honestly, I definitely can't tell a difference. It's just, honestly, it's like a whole new defense. Um. In my opinion, I would say it's like a whole new. We look like a whole new defense. Where do they got you repping right now? Cornerback, safety, nickel. Um, right now I play nickel. Nickel kind of suits you, man, because I know you like the physical nature of playing defensive back, and you got a little bit of Mike Hilton in you. Is that spot kind of play to your strengths? Um, well, I do like the position. It's kind of what I played in high school, but it's not not as much covering. I ain't really do too much covering in high school. So this this full spring, you know, this is my full spring at DB. So it's kind of like I'm loving that I'm being able to get the DB work, you know, seeing the ins and outs of exactly what a DB is supposed to do. Because last year, you know, I just came straight from offense. I was so green. I just hopped out there and was playing, like, just playing off instincts, basically. But, like, now that I'm really getting a chance to learn the defense, learn where my help is, you know, stuff like that, it, it, it's helping me a whole lot. What's the biggest draw to defense compared to offense? Is it that physicality? Right, yeah. Uh, that's that's kind of why I gravitate more to the defensive side of the ball because I, really, I don't really like getting hit as much as I like hitting people. You know, I would much rather be the one delivering the lead. <laughs> yeah, now you're giving the hits instead of taking the hits. I would assume that being on the receiving end of those can't be too particularly fun. But what were the conversations like with Kiffin and the staff in regards to switching positions? Did they approach you about it? Did they have any kind of long conversation with you or anything about it? How did that come about? Um, well, kind of a, you know, I mean, people got hurt. People get hurt, you know. This is our college work. People got hurt. And, you know, just, I, I guess they thought I was the guy because, I mean, it really, was real, really wasn't too much talk with me other than they were like, um, would you like to go back to um defense I was like of course I'd like to go back to defense you know I wasn't playing too much on running back I mean so I was like of course I'd go you know do anything to help the team out so it was like it was kind of a no question for me when did it start to feel natural for you or that you weren't out of place um in South Carolina was my first game the first game that it that I didn't feel out of place was the Mississippi State game Oh, now the Mississippi State game, you made the biggest play of the game. We didn't know it at the time, but you forced the fumble at the goal line against Mississippi State. Dean Leonard picks it up, races 84 yards, ran out of gas. He didn't score the touchdown. But then Ole Miss offensively punches it in. That turns out to be the difference in the game. So you're saying Mississippi State, that's when it felt normal because then you're making plays and doing what you've always done. Yeah, that's when it kind of felt like, you know, it was all coming back to me, starting to feel more natural felt like I was back at home again. 
they had you playing everywhere in high school too, right? This isn't new to you. Yeah, that, that's what I did. I started on defense, so it was kind of like, you know, we had some players, we had some guys on that team, but, you know, it was kind of like every now and then when we really need to play like a fourth down play or, you know, just want to change it up or something, want to run a specific play, they'll be like, hey, TK, go hop, on, uh, go hop on offense for a couple plays, you know, run such and such, such and such. And I ran it, and you know. We've talked about this before, and it's not like I'm trying to open up old wounds here, but your recruitment process, you didn't have a lot of offers, a lot of interest, and that bothered you. And ultimately, Ole Miss came in with an offer late. What did that mean to you? And just overall, what was that process, that recruitment process like? Uh, to be honest, my own recruitment process was more depressing, honestly. I ain't going to say it was more depressing because, like you said, I felt like, I felt like I should have had more offers, but you know, I wasn't I wasn't just solely worried about my um offers in high school. Like I was putting up I had the I knew I had the numbers to match my um you know, I knew I had the numbers to match, you know, other top people in the in the state. So I wasn't really worried about my numbers. It was just the fact that I was just and and at the same time this really humbled me because, you know, I th- I thought that I was so good, you know, I had the numbers. That to think that I was good, but at the same time I wouldn't get no offer. So it was like, you you obviously not as good as you think you are if you're not getting no offer. So it was kind of like, it was a humbling. It was a very humbling experience for me, and it really made it really brought the better out of me. I'm gonna say that because, you know, at the end of the day, Ole Miss took that shot on me, and I and I always be grateful for them. So and it was kind of like for me at that time when I um, graduated high school, it was like, you know, I gotta fire I gotta fire me for every school that didn't offer me. And it was a lot of them. <laughs> you can go ahead and say it, man. It pissed you off. It pissed you off. <laughs> For lack of a better word. Yeah, you were angry. <laughs> and um, I remember when Ole Miss offered, like I said, it was late. What were those conversations like? What did they like about you? And what led to you getting an offer from Ole Miss? Um, I don't really remember it so, so much why they said they had um, wanted me because they recruited me for running back. You know, I didn't really play running back in high school like that. So it was kind of like, um, I think they had a spot free up or something. So they were like, yeah, we, that's why they had ended up offering me so late or whatever. If I'd have told Tyler Knight back then, the angry prospect that didn't get the offers that he thought he deserved, <laughs> that he would be a couple of years later impacting winning, coming off of a year in which Ole Miss went to the Outback Bowl, first year under Lane Kiffin, a lot of expectations probably going into next year. Y'all certainly got high expectations for yourself. And you're a big part of that. What would that time of the night have said? I would have been a little skeptical because I believe in myself when no one else does. I believe in myself, but I still would have been a little skeptical if you would have told me that I would be at a D1 school playing defense at 5'7", 185. You've grown a pretty good bit, though, hadn't you? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Not too much, you know. It's just more, more muscle mass, you know, than anything. As far as out there on the practice fields and the quality of work, offensively, defensively, coming off of last year and the success of last year, can you tell a difference in how y'all go about things? Is there a different look to this team? Of course, I see a difference. I see a difference to get better, you know, because we ain't got some of our major threats that we had um, last year. So there's a, a sense of urgency to replace them, you know, and something like that. But I think the energy, the, um, the enthusiasm to get better, you know, to keep working it, it's always there. Now, y'all played with everybody last year, even in losses. Y'all were in every single game. Jacquez Jones says the expectation is to make the college football playoff. 
Are you kind of in the same boat? Of course, yeah. We're on the same page right there. Made the playoffs. Defensively, where can y'all make the biggest jump as far as improvement? Is there one area in particular? Mm, honestly, I would just say I wouldn't single out one position group as I would say the whole defense as a whole because we had a lot of, you know, busts and stuff like that last year that led to us losing some games, you know, directly. So, I mean, I wouldn't just say if it was one position group or one specific, you know, thing that we need to work on. I would just say we just need to get better as a whole, as a whole defense, you know. Well, before I let you go, I wanted to ask you about the Auburn game that controversial play that shouldn't have been controversial, but you landed on the ball in the end zone, the muffed kickoff return for Auburn. That dude touched the ball, right? Yeah, I definitely scored because, listen, I know for a fact he touched the ball. He just, You can tell by the way he – you can even tell by the way he reacted that he touched the ball, so I kind of feel like they robbed us right there. Oh, my God, they robbed you, man. They robbed you. <laughs> you scored a touchdown that should have turned the game. Ole Miss should have beaten Auburn anyway. Which sticks out more, that play that didn't happen or the forced fumble against State? I'm not even going to lie to you. I really wanted to end the game on that forced fumble from State. That was the one. <laughs> I feel like this storyline is overplayed when it comes to the Egg Bowl, but you being an in-state guy, does it mean more to beat Mississippi State? Uh, it definitely means a little bit more, you know, me being from here, them not offering me, that, that played a big part, you know. And then also, um, I don't know if you guys know, but, you know, Will Rogers, he played at Brandon, so it's kind of like, you know, in this play against him. I don't want to do you like this. I don't want to end it this way, but I got to ask you, what happened in the Outback Bowl, man? Because <laughs> you were hurling out there. Did you eat something bad for breakfast? What happened? Man, we just had just got caught up in a long drive. That sun had got to me. They had drunk a little too much water on the sideline. And, you know, they were, I think they were kind of speeding it up on us a little bit. And then my stomach, honestly, my stomach just got too full of the water. And it was like, you got to come out. But honestly, if you ask anybody else here, that's kind of like the most normal thing you'll ever see if you come to one of our practice. You ever see four throwing up, that's the most normal thing you'll ever see. And the best part about it is you let it go, you hurl, and then you play the next play, the next couple plays like nothing happened. I'm telling you, it's a lot of practice. That's all I'm going to say, a lot of practice. <laughs> oh, that's too good, man. That's too good. Thanks for doing this, Tyler. I appreciate you, man. We'll do it again. Oh, yes, sir. No problem. You have a great one. Reason number 12 to bank at BNA. We are the bank for Northeast Mississippi. We have one home, Northeast Mississippi. Seeing this local Northeast Mississippi economy thrive and helping the people of our area with their borrowing needs is our only focus. From buying a home to starting your own business, we are the team of local lenders standing ready to make your dreams a reality. BNA Bank. We are the bank of Northeast Mississippi. Member FDIC. An equal housing lender. Finally, at long last, Oxford is getting back to normal. The sun is shining. Those dreary winter months, they're behind us. Better yet, you actually get to experience Ole Miss Athletics events in person. What a world. What better way to get there than in a new car, truck, or Jeep? The only place to go for your next vehicle is Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford, a proud sponsor of Talk of Champions. They'll take care of you. And I know because I've bought a car there myself. And the experience was too easy. Seamless even. Their only goal is to get you in the vehicle you've always wanted at a good price. So reach out today. Don't wait. Give them a call. 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Or stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue. 
That's 2201 East University Avenue, just past Kroger. Alan Samuels Christ of Nod Sheep Ram of Oxford. Let's be friends. This is Talk of Champions. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. Going now to the Modern Woman phone line to speak to Jonathan Hess, Ole Miss Junior tight end, just off the practice field. What's up, man? How you doing? Not much. Just blessed to be here and excited to continue to get better every day with my best friends. That's a very, very diplomatic way of saying that uh, you're having fun and that y'all are having some fun out there at spring football practices. Now, really, what's it like in Lane Kiffin's first spring football practice? Oh, man. Well, you know, we didn't have spring last year, so it's kind of like kind of weird feeling, you know, getting back out there this time of year. But, you know, it's really just like the season. And really, for me, especially, I just want to take it day by day, not even think about the big picture. Just think about every day and what I need to do to be a better version of myself at at the end of every practice. Is there a different vibe out there because of the success of last year? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, this is probably one of the most popular teams in the country. And everybody's out there having fun. I mean, I can't – this is the first time in any sport that it's been practice. The vibe at practice has been fun. And everybody's just flying around having fun, you know, talking trash and just playing hard. For you, it's an important spring for a number of reasons. First, two years ago when you actually got a spring, you moved from linebacker to tight end. You didn't get spring last year. Spent the season, though, as a tight end. Now you're running with the ones, a lot of injuries. But also Kenny Yeboah's gone – What's it been like? Do you feel more natural at tight end now? Yeah, I think um, it's starting to slow down for me a lot. And really, like, I know I can do it. So I just need to go out there and then block out the clutter and then just focus on my job and then, you know, get coached and get corrected and, and move on from there and just, again, try to be a better version of myself every day. Had you ever played tight end before when you got moved? Uh. In high school, I would play wide receiver and some seven-on-seven, but we didn't really do anything because it was always like 21 personnel with two running backs and one tight end in high school. So I was really only on defense. I mean, sometimes I would go in, but no, not really, just in seven-on-sevens in the summer. So it's not the catching. It's the blocking, right? That probably is is the hardest adjustment is, you know, now on offense you want to have your hands inside. You want to be under the defender. It's a lot different because on defense, you can just strike and tear off. On offense, you got to be under control and, you know, be more precise. With this offense, how big of a jump can it take considering the big numbers y'all put up last year? Yeah, you lose Elijah, you lose Kenny, but y'all return pretty much everybody else. If you finished so well last year and did so well last year, how can you make a jump? What's the overall goal, do you think, of the offense? Uh, I think right now, just to keep getting better every day. I mean, obviously, in my opinion, Matt's the best quarterback in the country. And, you know, he's a great leader. So we're going to get better every day. Plus, you know, we got Coach Kiffin, Coach Levy, you know, Coach Baker. All the offensive coaches are brilliant. They know what they're doing. They obviously, y'all saw that last year. If we just take coaching from them and then keep being led by Matt, I think the sky's the limit for us. I don't see why. You know, this is year two with this staff. I don't see why just because players left, we got to, you know, not be as good. I think we can be better. And I don't see why not. You know, a lot of people didn't get to experience the coaches because of COVID. Y'all have been with them every single day. What are they like day to day? Um, awesome. I mean, I don't know how to I, – I, I, I really do reach out on my own to some recruits because I really feel like I would – I would do a disservice if I didn't tell someone to come to the SIP because 
I mean, the coaches really are like, they're like our best friends and, you know, they put us in great positions and they have our best interests. So I think the relationship with players and coaches here is probably better where in the whole, or better than anywhere in the whole country. With Coach Baker, it's a new coach for you. What's that been like? Oh, awesome. I, I'm really blessed. You know, like, you know, I really loved uh, Coach Joe John Finley last year. And then when he left, you know, they just brought in Coach Baker, and he's awesome too. Like, I couldn't be more thankful for the coaches that have been put in my life. And, you know, I think that's a reflection on Coach Kiffin bringing in likable people that also know, know football really well. The tight end position is so important in Lane Kiffin's offense. Is there an extra bit of emphasis put on you guys in practices and just in overall game planning for games and practices, whatever it may be, scheming tight end-wise? Do y'all feel that y'all are more important than possibly at other places? I mean, they certainly ask us to do a lot, and we have to do a lot because of this offense. But, you know, I think that's the best thing because you get a chance to put good stuff on, on film for the next level. And you're showcasing a lot of skills. I mean, it is a lot on our back, but, you know, that's what practice is for. And, and you know, if we're good, then usually the offense is going to perform well. So for you in the off season, what did you set out to accomplish and did you hit your goals? Yeah, uh, well, no, I'm never going to be satisfied, but I wanted to get faster. I wanted to get a little leaner and stronger and, you know, again, just all around become a better version of myself. So I think, no, I'm not where I want to be. I got, I've gotten better from since last year already, but I mean, even with spring ends, I'm not, I'm not going to stop. There's so much improvement to be had before September. Going up against the defense, can you tell a difference there too? Because they got a lot of new guys, and yeah, they struggled last year, but it looks like a completely different defense because of the personnel and what they brought in. Have they made it more challenging for y'all this spring? Yeah, they, they look, yeah, they look good. I mean, yeah, I mean, they're flying around. They look like they have a bunch of, a bunch more energy this year than they did last year. And they're flying around. They look like they're having fun out there every day. And it's also more fun for us because, you know, it's really competitive at practice more so than I've ever seen it. And it's really just awesome. It makes practice more fun. You've become like the resident hype man for this team with the fire extinguisher stuff. Let's be honest. It's gone viral on Twitter. You've seen it. You know it. Where did it come from? Uh, I think one day at practice, uh, I was standing there and Coach Kiffin came up to me and was like, hey, we need a smoke machine. And I was like, oh, my goodness, that's like a beautiful idea. That would make everybody just want to come to the soup. So we started doing that. And then really the biggest thing is we just want to have energy on the sideline because, it, you know, everybody's out there for a reason. And if we can have good energy, then it's going to translate to the people who, who are playing. So, you know, we, we want to turn, up, turn them up. We want to turn the sideline up and our fan base up because it really does translate to the field. So – we just started doing that, and then I guess it became a thing. And I don't know. Everybody just needs to come here. This is the best place in the country. That's really all I know. <laughs> is there a right time and wrong time to set off the fire extinguisher? Like, do you have to set it off after scores and stuff, big plays, maybe hold back at certain spots? Have you gotten that pattern down, Pat, to how you have to use oh, yeah. and utilize it? No, I'm, I'm certainly still working on fire extinguisher timing, <laughs> but – um. <laughs> I usually just do it when, when coach tells me to. And, you know, this season it'll be timed better, you know, and, and it'll be beautiful. What all do y'all have on the sidelines? Because the fire extinguisher isn't the only thing. I think y'all have had chains and belts and all kinds of stuff. Is there anything new coming to the sideline? Oh, man. I don't know. 
I don't know if there is, you'll just have to see it on game day, but I don't know at the moment, but I'm sure we could, we could do something more creative and, you know, do something even more exciting. You never know. You know, with the way you work a fire extinguisher, whenever you're done with football, whenever it is, you do already have a built-in gimmick for wrestling. I'm just telling you. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just saying. It's there for you. Yeah, I just love I love spraying. I love getting everybody excited. I love seeing my teammates jumping around and bringing energy. It's awesome. The signs of summer are here. Freshly mowed grass, days in the water at the ballpark, and all the rest on the golf course. Well, that's how we do it over here at Oxford and Ole Miss anyway. And PXG Golf Apparel is here to make sure you're locked and loaded for round after round at University Course or Oxford Country Club. PXG has taken its mission to create the most high-quality, high-performance golf clubs in the game to their new line of apparel as well. With PXG Apparel, there's something for everyone. From pants, polos, and sweaters to hats, joggers, and skirts. You'll usually find me with a hat on my head, and PXG has nailed the fitted breathable. And my navy goes with pretty much anything. So don't wait another second. Elevate your style game on and off the course with the PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com TOC and use promo code TOC for Talk of Champions at checkout to save 10% on all apparel. That's pxg.com TOC, code TOC for Talk of Champions to save 10% on apparel. PXG, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. The sun's a shining in Oxford, Mississippi. Cookouts in the Grove, beer showers. It's just the very best time for an Ole Miss Rebel to get out and get going. Carry front door peace of mind with you everywhere you go with Eufy Video Lock. Never has home security been so easy. Eufy Video Lock, an all-in-one security device for your front door, allows you to keep an eye on everything back home. And it's so easy. Installation requires only a screwdriver. So ditch those house keys forever and give Eufy Video Lock a try today. There's no monthly fee, and Eufy Video Lock has customer support on standby 247 to help you with any and all home security needs. Go ahead, have your Ole Miss fun in the sun with the assurance your home is in good hands with Eufy Video Lock. Eufy Video Lock's built-in camera can tell you who's at your front door from the comfort of your poolside chair. So search Eufy Video Lock today. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. That's Eufy Video Lock, a proud sponsor of this, the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. You mentioned Matt and being the best quarterback in the country. I've asked every single teammate of his that's been on this podcast so far if he is a Heisman front runner going into the next year. I feel like I know what you're going to say, but I'm going to let you say it anyway. Do you have you, Matt? Yeah, okay. Yeah, just say it. I know. Yeah, that's my that's my brother, man. I, I've already told everybody. I, I said y'all need to take this guy for your Heisman winner right now. Like when I first got to college and first threw with him, I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, wow. Like I've seen college QBs before, but this dude can sling it. So I'm telling you, yeah, he he's he's my favorite for the Heisman, no doubt. For him in particular, I think it was all about just opportunity, and it wasn't his fault that he lost his job because he got hurt and the offense that was run at that time. But this offense and how it fits him and how it fits the personnel that y'all have, including you at tight end, do you feel like it's opened y'all up completely, that this is the offense that was kind of simmering, waiting to be tapped into? Yeah, I think it's great for Matt. And just having, you know, seeing his relationship with the head coach and the offensive coordinator – 
I mean, I think it's just perfect. They all complement each other. And then also, you know, the people at the higher levels are putting Matt in such a great position to succeed, teaching him really well. I mean, the growth I've seen from Matt in the last year and a half is something like no other. And, you know, I'm just, I'm just proud of him for locking in and getting done what, what we all know he can do. And he's just going to continue to get better and keep being a great leader. Do you all kind of view him as the leader? If you had to pick one guy for the team that leads, it's Matt now? Yeah, I would say so. And I think that comes with being the quarter, the starting quarterback, too. I mean, you kind of have to be. And he's gotten a lot more vocal. And, you know, I think that's going to help us out a lot. Being vocal has never been a problem for you, man. So how do you <laughs> open that up? I mean, is that something that you help people with to show them how to open up and it's okay to be yourself? Is that something that you've kind of – try to impress upon other people? Yeah, really over the last year, I just kind of decided I was going to start being myself and no matter what happens, happens. And then, and, and that's what this staff encourages, like be yourself. And so my thing is I've just been trying to get, attack every day with positivity. You know, maybe some guys come into the building, they're like down, they don't feel like practicing. But if I can be positive, you know, maybe it'll get them going, which will translate to a better practice, which benefits the whole team. And then benefits so much more than just the team if we do well so if you and wilson love got into a hype competition who's coming out on top oh my goodness i would probably i don't know he's been doing it for so long by the end of that competition i'd probably be asleep and he'd (laughs) still be like i don't know how he does it. i'm nowhere near that level of intense but you know, hopefully one day when I'm his age, I can be as high as he is. Have you ever seen a moment under Wilson Love where he hasn't had his own switch on? No, no, like I have not. I don't think that's possible. I really don't think that's possible. When it was Thanksgiving um, and, and he had a meal at his house, I went to his house. It's, you know, he's out of the building, done with football, got some teammates there, and he's still the same person in front of his wife. <laughs> No, just echoing through his house. Being loud. I thought that was hilarious. And I love that guy. I don't know. I really I really don't understand why no one would come to the SIP and work out for that guy and that be your head string coach. Like, you got to come to the SIP. And I'm so passionate about that. I can't stop saying it. How important is it in strength and conditioning? Because, look, y'all are human beings. There are days where you maybe don't want to get up at 5 in the morning and go work out. So how important is it? to have a guy like that with that personality leading the strength and conditioning program and every day pushing you to get the best out of you. Yeah, it's, it's really a blessing because obviously it is a, you know, it's year round and there are going to be days that you don't necessarily want to get up and go and go work out. But with the whole, the whole strength stuff, not even just coach love. I mean, they're really like, put it to you this way. They're like our big brothers that we respect and, and, and don't want to let down. So so we like showing up and we like working hard for them because, you know, they, they will do anything for us. And just the way they treat us, you know, they're always making us laugh, always just treating us well and, and wanting the best for us and the best out of us. So, I mean, for me, I've never, I really haven't had a day where I'm like, oh, I don't want to go. Like, I really haven't. It's a blessing. And I think that's a direct correlation from the staff here. Obviously, the team goals come first. So I'm going to go ahead and get that out of your system. I know it's team first, whatever you can do for the team. But if you had to answer your own personal goals going into what will be your redshirt junior season, what would those goals be? Um, oh, man. 
it's okay really, to be selfish for just okay, a second. Okay, it's okay. All right. Well, obviously, I need some touchdowns, but really, I just, <laughs> I just want to continue to be the best version of myself every day and continue to get better. And then when I get closer to the season, I'll start thinking about some goals. But I've got a lot of work, that, a lot of stuff with my position that I need to fix before I even start thinking about the games. Is there a touchdown celebration you've already thought about doing? I, I don't know. I thought about, like, it would be fun to just score and go crazy and then sprint to the sideline and then turn everybody up. Now, I don't know. I don't know. Would you <laughs> include the fire extinguisher? Oh, oh, yeah. What? Is that? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be that's gonna be like the first thing I grab when I get to the sideline for sure. You need t-shirts. I'm, afraid, made, I'm gonna empty it. You need t-shirts made just with you and a fire extinguisher. Hey, I, I, I'd be for that. I'd wear it I, if they would make it. I'll wear it and I'll buy my family them. Boom. So if you want to get somebody to make those, I'll wear them. There you go. We got a money making idea right now on Talk of Champions. Before I let you go, looking to next year, Ole Miss fans are gonna be excited. Obviously, y'all are excited. So what should expectations be? Jacquez Jones came out and said his expectation is making the college football playoff. But what should realistic expectations be? I mean, I think that is a realistic expectation. I, I don't see – I don't really see why not. You look at last year, I mean, we had so many games where we lost, you know, at the very end of the game, you know, which were, which were a few games from like a pretty solid season under a first-year staff with no spring. But I mean, yeah, I agree with Quez. I don't see why I don't see why we can't go to the college football twelve. But again, we just have to work every single day. I mean, every single day, and not even think about it. just focus on finishing spring the best we can as a team, and then you know just attack the summer. And I think everything will take care of itself. You touched on it. Y'all were in pretty much every single game you played last year. Is there one loss in particular that sticks in your crawl? Like God, man, we had that. Oh yeah, I mean. Pretty much every loss just kind of stabbed me in the chest. It hurt, but if I so if I could think of the one that had me probably most, I don't know. They all hurt me the same. The Auburn game really hurt because it just really hurt. Yeah, yeah. Look, I said this to Tylen. He was on this podcast. That dude absolutely touched the ball, and Tylen absolutely had a touchdown. I mean, it was obvious. Yeah, I think I think so too, but. You know what? Now we just got to, you know, run up the score so we're not even in that position anymore. Oh, that's Do good. things earlier on. That doesn't even have to happen. But, I, hey, I agree with you for sure. Well, last thing, I'll let you go. The Grove Bowl's coming up. Obviously, fans can now be in the stands. Y'all have had a couple of practices with fans in the stands. Does that make a difference for you guys? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people get on here and be like, oh, no, like we don't even listen to the fans. No, I think everybody likes when fans are there and everybody likes when the stadium's packed and, and likes when people come watch them, you know, put on what they've been working so hard to do, you know, you know, put on a show. So, yeah, I mean, I think people would be lying if they said they didn't want, didn't pay attention to all the fans. But, yeah, it's exciting and I can't wait for the Grove Bowl and I hope, all the Rebel Nation comes out because it's going to be an awesome weekend and an awesome experience. What should Ole Miss fans expect from the Grove Bowl? Will it be like an actual game, or is it just going to be a glorified scrimmage? I, I don't know. We've never had a Grove Bowl, a Grove Bowl with this staff, so we'll see. But I think if they show up in their rowdy, it'll be fun. What is Lane uh, Kiffin like during practice? Uh, energy. He likes energy. He likes excitement. He likes people playing hard. Um, you know, he, like, he likes the offense to talk trash, the defense, 
you know, just get it going. He likes to get it fired up because it's fun that way. I mean, we're all out here playing something we love. Sometimes people oversee that and they're like, oh, man, I got to go practice. No, we get to, and it's fun. And, and Kiffin likes to have fun out there, too, as long as we're getting quality work in. It's really funny, too, to see all the clips of tug-of-war and staff, dodgeball and staff, softball, whatever. As players, do y'all get into that, too? Do y'all have fun with that? Oh, yeah, it's so fun. I mean, there's always – you know, it, it kind of adds a little fun, little wrinkle to practice because, you know, you'll get to watch somebody else do a competition of, you know, like 2 linemen running a one-on-one, you know, trying to catch the ball. It's just exciting. It's fun, and the whole team loves it. Which offensive lineman, before I let you go, has the best hands? Ooh, the best hands. That's really hard. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I can't go wrong with saying Nick Broker. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that guy's good at everything, so – yeah, I could buy that. He caught a ball in high school, I'm pretty sure. That's like the dream for offensive linemen. Oh, I know. I can't imagine. Again, I haven't even had a touchdown since high school, so I need to give I need to give me one too. We need to get Jonathan Hess a touchdown. We need to get an offensive lineman a touchdown. Just all the touchdowns for Ole Miss football this year. He's Jonathan Hess. Yes, everybody needs to eat. Everybody, everybody eats. He's Jonathan Hess, Ole Miss junior tight end. Thanks for doing this, man. I appreciate you. We'll talk again. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.